Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to the Breakfast Connect show on Africa Business Radio. It's yep. Lifestyle Friday, guys. It's our favorite day of the week. Right. And there's a reason why that is, uh, which is what's going to happen right now. We're having a guest uh, mm-hmm. join us in the studio, and she's going to talk about something really, really very interesting, and that's Radio Drama Winston. Mm. How much of a fan are you of Radio Drama? I'm actually quite a fan. I mean, before now, I wasn't such a fan, but right now, I think I'm quite a fan because I love the fact that it's real life, it's real time, and it's just, it's just so much, you know, artistic things mm-hmm. going on, and you can watch it. And then I think that what's most fascinating about it is how, you know, in between mm-hmm. the performance, you literally have to create sets and create stages. You That's know? amazing. Like you're like you want to transition to the next scene and then mm. the light just goes off before you know it the new set is there. I'm like, mm. what? How did you mm. guys do that? Mm. So that's great. That's For great me, stuff. radio drama is like reading a book but not mm. reading the book. Mm. So you're just there listening, seeing everything happen in mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Well, right. we have um, Omoye Uzamari. Mm-hmm. She will be talking to us about radio drama as a tool for social change. change. Mm. Good morning, Omoye. It's great to have you on the show this morning. Hi Maya, good morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, good to have you on. Um, so yeah, so we're about to get into this very interesting topic. But first, um, just because you know a lot of people still don't fully understand or grasp the concept uh, of radio drama and pretty much its significance. So mm. can you please just uh, tell us about you know radio drama and how much of a beautiful you know concept it is and pretty much you know what it entails just describe it in like you know easy easy to understand words okay so in easy to understand words mm. a radio drama is the audio version of theater mm. Mm. yeah so it's like going to see a play or to see a movie or a tv show mm. but the only difference is that all you get is sound so with the use of sound effects and the actors voices you get to see or experience in this case what is going on. So think of an audio book to a book. Mm. This is an audio drama to a, I guess, a drama. Mm. <laughs> right. Yes. So they were very big in the 60s yeah. and 70s, radio dramas. They were very, very, um, I guess we'll come to that, but they were a big deal in the 60s and 70s. And they actually were instrumental to shaping the way Nigerians thought mm. and it led to an uprising back in the 60s, mm. right. you know, and 
over the years, they now were, because TV became popular, mm-hmm. cinema going became popular, they now became used more in rural communities mm-hmm. to sensitize people on issues like maternal mortality, mm-hmm. HIV AIDS, and mm-hmm. all other things because people in the rural communities, most of them couldn't afford TVs, didn't have TVs at home, yes. and all they had was their little transistor radios. So that's... Um, Mm. That's it. Yeah. And one would think, you know, since it's something people don't really see, they just listen and they're influenced by it. One would think that a lot more effort is put into creating radio dramas than the regular visuals, right? Yes, well, it's a different format and Mm. there definitely is an advantage. I was going to say a difference and, well, Mm. it is a difference and an advantage in that you don't have to, like Rosie said, you know, you blink and then it's almost like magic. You close mm-hmm. your eyes, the lights are shut out for like five seconds mm-hmm. or ten seconds and there's a brand new set. Exactly. You know, all of that is amazing. Mm-hmm. But with an audio drama, you don't really get to do that because it, you now have sound effects instead mm-hmm. of um, seeing a woman. Whereas in a normal drama, you would see a living room mm-hmm. and you would see everything set mm-hmm. up. In an audio drama, to set the scene, you would hear background music, you'd hear yeah. footsteps walking, mm-hmm. you'd hear tables, um, you know, shuffling and things like that mm-hmm. know, just to set the scene. But um, I would say, you might say it's easier, but more than anything is that it has, it takes a different skill set mm-hmm. to, you know, to set up a radio drama just because now you need an audio engineer, you need someone who has um, who, who's got a huge library of sound yeah. effects and mm-hmm. knows how to use them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you, I mean, you've done a whole lot. You've pretty much been in the creative space for uh, as, as long as forever, you know, from radio to <laughs> creative directing mm-hmm. to everything else. But then, uh, what's also very interesting is, you know, you created and founded your own, um, you know, production platform or company if I, if I do call it that so produ- yeah. yeah exactly yeah. um so let's talk about that let's talk about thespian muse uh how's that been for you especially you know in an industry that um, i mean it, it's it's doing good but it's still not gaining all the mainstream attention so that was a really bold and courageous step why did you even decide to you know start your own production company and how's that been for you so far so I always knew I was going to be a producer. I mm. think I knew from when I was a teenager. Oh, wow. um, when I, you know, sometimes I would write down the things I wanted to do, yes. And I always said I wanted to have a big studio where people would come and I didn't know what all of it entailed, but mm. I knew that I wanted people to come and, and hire equipment mm-hmm. and uh, they would come and, you know how if you want to shoot in the day, think of the wild wild west mm. you know, think of those settings yes. a lot of those films Absolutely. were shot in the desert mm-hmm. you were shot in a studio rather but it looked like the desert mm. so I wanted to have a studio where people would come and film their, their shows, their movies and we would provide everything that they needed to do that I, I think that dream is still valid okay. but as I got older and I, then I started I started acting, I joined the industry as an actor Mm-hmm. And I started working in the industry. I think the drive to create to create that um, I, I started. I created the the 
production company because well it's something that I wanted to do and I just said well why not do it now I think more than anything I realized that there were certain opportunities that I wanted right and in the absence of you know with not getting those opportunities I decided that I would create opportunities mm. for myself and I found for others so right. it wasn't something I did deliberately or mm. Mm, I did it deliberately but I think the timing of it all I think you know when you join the industry you imagine it's you you, you imagine a certain type of career mm. but everybody has a different journey I find and I find that part of my journey is to be a creator of opportunities and um, involve people, put teams together. And so I did that. I just created the company because of, I want to do more plays and I'm just going to sh- produce them. And so I started producing plays right. and then TV shows and, you know, all kinds of things. I think that's what we are. And the most important thing I believe is that um, when you don't see the type of, when you don't get the kind of work you want to see, then you mm. create it. True, you know, right. as an actor, there's only so much hmm. you can do. You can turn down a role because, oh, I don't really want to play a role like that. Yeah. Or somebody else is going to play it. Hmm. But if you want to see more of, for example, someone says, oh, we don't get a lot of young adult content. Hmm. Well, create young adult content if you want to see it because right. maybe that's what you're meant to be doing. So I think that was kind of how I started. And so far, Thespian News has done... Um, theater, mm-hmm. TV, film, wow. now audio dramas. I think that there's a lot more that we can be doing. Mm. It's just that there are two entities. There's Festival News and there's myself and we're two separate entities. Okay. And so um, I think that as the driver, um, it's, it's on me and the other directors to sort of mm. take the company to where it's meant to go. Right. And I think we're on the way there. So far, so good. We've managed to deliver everything that we've started mm-hmm. <laughs> and haven't quit halfway. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, right. So that's it. That alone is inspiring. Uh, so before we get into theater and then play and radio drama, um, so you, let's let's talk about you yourself now as an actor. I mean, your acting credit is really, really impressive. <laughs> um, great films. I mean, I, I remember the Herbert, um, Heartbeat musical. I, I did watch that one as well. Uh, Mamma Mia, a whole lot, a whole lot. So how do you, so is it, what's the difference? I mean, for you as an actor, when you're actually starring in a play or say a drama and then, you know, in a proper movie, cause you can actually do both. Uh, do you, do you have to switch or tweak anything? And uh, what do you do differently yes. so it doesn't look like <laughs> you're acting like you're acting in the theater, whereas you're in a proper movie or something? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Yes, so there's a lot of tweaking that mm. um, I have to do. In fact, it feels like, um, and thank you so much for the compliments. I, Absolutely. you know, a lot of the time we life we're just going on our journey, mm. and we don't always stop to take a look you know, at where we're coming from and what we've done so far because mm-hmm. of where we're trying to get to. True. And also I think that, um, I mean, I can speak for myself and say that I'm not quite aware of my, I think more than anything, I, um, a lot of artists are self-deprecating. Mm. You know, we don't really see ourselves as a big deal. True. You know, True. and I definitely don't see myself that way, mm. you know, honestly. And, you know, if you see, if I, if I was to say anything about my career, I would be talking about what I would have loved to do, you know, <laughs> what I want to do and how I want to, you know, but 
Thank you. Uh, I um, To speak about doing film and TV, yeah. there's a lot of... Um, so, so the way I describe it is like um, with, with theater, you're trying to speak to the last person at the back of the room. Okay. And so you're literally projecting your voice, your mm. emotions, your physicality, and all those things. You're projecting your entire performance so that he will see it clearly. So, for example, if on stage I'm supposed to maybe um, I'm in a scene and mm. my lover comes to me and says, I'm really, really sorry, mm. and I want to give him the eye, mm. how would I give him the eye so that the person at the back of the room will know that I just gave him the eye? Mm. I would engage my shoulders and turn my head in a very wow. large way, and I would lift my head as I'm eyeing him, you know, so that he'll see it. Mm. But on TV, if I did that where a camera... You know, because TV and film are also different, but I would just say with yeah. screen work, yeah. where the camera is literally seven feet away from me. Mm. Seven feet is even far. Mm. The camera is literally like two, three feet away from me. Right. And I want to do the exact same movement. I'm not going to use my shoulders yeah. and give him the eye. Otherwise, I'll look it it'll be too much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's almost about, it's about turning down what I call the volume of your emotions and your behavior mm. and your voice and your views. The performance volume being turned up or down depending. And then even with radio, mm. you find that yes, all your, your audience will get to feel or experience is your voice. Right. And so, how are you going to do? So what am I going to do in a scene where my lover is saying I'm really, really sorry and I'm giving him the eye? Mm. Mm-hmm. I cannot do anything with my body right True. now, <laughs> but I have to communicate that with sound. sound. So I might do something like, mm, 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 you know, <laughs> that communicates the same reaction, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. So it's kind of, it's kind of like that. It's exciting, mm. and it keeps you on your toes as a performer because. Your work can come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. For people who do, you know, there's some actors who only do TV. Yeah. It's easy yeah. for them. Yeah, for true. actors who only do theater, it's easy for them. Exactly. And some who do only voice, it's easy for them. But if you do camera, stage, you know, screen, stage, wow. and <laughs> voice something. work, you <laughs> have to kind of be on your toes mentally and emotionally yes. and remembering okay, this is where I am right now. I'll tell you a quick story before I end. Right, <laughs> um, right. I remember after doing um, TV every day for a year, mm-hmm. I had done this long-running series and I'd been on TV or been um, on set almost every day for the whole, for the past, of, past, for the past whole year at the wow. time. Wow. And then I started doing this um, stage play, uh, me and this other actor who's also better known for TV work and it was her first time doing stage in many years mm. and the director said to us, I remember one day in the rehearsal, she said no, 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 no you guys have been on TV for too long no, that's, <laughs> I'm not getting it, nah no. <laughs> so when she said that to us you know, we kind of, and so suddenly it was almost like I took a moment to close mm. my eyes and rejig myself mm. you know, so I like it because there's a lot of dynamism to it, right. you know Right. Yeah, okay. amazing Great stuff you're stuff. doing. Anyways, um, so the world is so—it's <laughs> so fast-paced. The world now, especially with um, 2020, mm-hmm. 
you know, a lot of changes came, technology changes, and it translated into every sector, inclu- including the media. And <laughs> the average Nigerian, the average person, the average young person is glued to uh, the fi- first five seconds of what they see on Instagram or on TikTok. And then you begin to mention radio drama to this person, you know, which begs the question of the significance of radio drama in an Instagram and TikTok age, you know, how significant <laughs> is it now, you know, and to even get to the point where we can talk about um, its impact on social change. Yeah, so it's very, very funny because as you're speaking, I'm laughing, mm. and I said, we're really, we decided that we're going to compete with TikTok and Instagram, like, mm. are we competing with Brother Shaggy now? <laughs> 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 it's so funny. <laughs> Well, I think because so much is online now, everything is Mm -hmm. online, our meetings are online, you know, work is online. We're spending, literally, our phones are an extension of our arms, Mm, (laughs) you know. I think, yeah, so part of what we're doing is bringing entertainment to people Mm. so that there's no excuse, you know. But more than anything, it's also broadening the options for Mm. them. Yes, you can see... Whatever you want to see, you can watch um, a co- your favorite comedian. You can uh, listen to some or watch some slapstick, mm. or you can read an audio book, or you can watch a TV show. You can, you know, watch on any of the streaming platforms. There's so many of them now, and you can get blockbuster movies. Mm. You can, you know, watch hit TV shows, any podcasts. You know, everything is at the tip of one's fingers. I think well, what, what we're doing is saying, hey, there's one more. But I think more than anything, what we're doing mm. um, is as a result of how the pandemic has hit our industry. Absolutely. You know, with the theaters shut down, we haven't worked. Mm. It was on, it was in March, it was last month that I realized it was over a year since I had been on stage. Whoa. And Crazy. the last time, in fact, my last stage work was Mamma Mia. Wow. <laughs> and no we way. finished January 2020, Mamma Mia. Jeez. Now, the next time I was on stage was February, but it wasn't a big deal. Mm. We, were, we had done the, we were doing the Lagos Theatre Festival and that year we decided that mm-hmm. we would have, because members, every member of the team, the festival team, mm. um, is in the performance space as well. Like, we also have that in common that we're also performers so right. in one way or another. And we decided that we would do a performance as mm. part of our opening ceremony. Mm. You know, and so I did a monologue, you know, which was fun and somebody recorded it for me and I was going to post it. And I said, oh, it was World Theatre Day, mm. March 27. I was going to post it and then I realized well, that was the last time I was on stage. Hmm. Oh. I didn't know the last time I was on stage that it would be the last time, at mm. least for now. Mm. You know, sure. and I just, I just got all up in my feelings. You know, oh my goodness, you know, I can't believe it. <laughs> but what we're doing with this play is just to keep the space alive. Mm. With theaters shut down, what can we do? Mm. We can do audio dramas. You know, we can deliver them. I was going to deliver an audio drama through Zoom. Okay. But then Clubhouse came <laughs> and I got on Clubhouse and we had really great conversations. Yeah. I said, this space is something. This is a whole it vibe. Is. It's a, it you is. know, it's like Twitter is for people who like to write. Mm-hmm. 
Instagram is for people who like FaceTime, you know, they want their pictures and videos mm. out there. Yeah. And Clubhouse is for people who like to talk, talk. or listen. Mm. You know, so I just thought we would do a radio drama and it would be so cool. Yeah. And what we have is Nigerians from all over the world. Mm. It's Absolutely. so exciting. Absolutely. You know, from Nigeria, from the UK mm. and from the US. Yeah, so we have larger like, audiences, yeah. Mm. Yes, mm. we have like four or five time zones that we're working with mm. because people are everywhere. And mm. I thought this is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, we're not competing. We're just giving more mm. more options and hoping that it is really good. Earlier in the year on Clubhouse, there was Lion King. Mm. Lion King was on Clubhouse, I think, in December. Mm. We had Dream Girls in February, I think January or so. And then more recently, there was Hamilton. Mm. All of these are Broadway shows that were right. adapted for audio format, Amazing. you know, on Clubhouse. Amazing. I totally mm. agree. Now, they're all musicals and they're already like established shows. Mm. But we are saying, you know, we're just going to bring you dramas, mm. Nigerian dramas, African storytelling, mm. our own way. You know, so we have all these African nuances in, mm. in the play. You guys really have to see it. I'm, I'm so excited mm. about it. All right, Amoye, because I have you here, right? And because I think I really want to jump yes. on a radio drama. I, I think I'm going to jump on one of them. Tell me which <laughs> one. <laughs> Tell me which I can listen to right now. And yeah. yes, most importantly, what are you working on at the moment okay, um, or in the future? No. Okay. Okay, in the future. Mm. I don't know which radio drama is showing right now. I think that's also another thing mm. that radio dramas are not always, um, I think for pe- people would have to look for radio dramas yeah, exactly. mm. because okay. um, with TV shows and things like that, people are publicizing. There's mm. a lot of publicity that goes with it. But with this is, um, radio dramas generally are put out for free. Mm. Okay. So there's a grant supporting it or there's an organization commissioning it. Now, in our case, we're just saying, hey, you know, we are the ones bringing it to people. And I have to, at this point, say everybody on the team is working as a volunteer Mm. to bring this radio drama, to make it possible. The actors, the crew members, myself, yes, we're all just doing it to say our contribution to the performance arena. Mm. This is our offering in these times. you Mm. And we're hoping that people would support it and say, okay, for something that we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just, I guess it's the artist in us, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing Passion. it for free, mm-hmm. you know, yes, but um, to see a radio drama, I think you would have to go to like the podcast apps okay. and you will find some, there's this one that's been long running, in fact, it's one of my dreams mm-hmm. to do a, um, a long running series, it's called The Archers. Okay. It's a BBC, yes, it's a BBC drama. It's called The Archers, right. like archery. Mm. You know, yes. And there, uh, there are a few of them as well. For Nigerian radio dramas, um, there was um, Second Chance. I have to find out because I did some mm. in the past and I really don't know where they are now. That uh, so, so I think that's something that should also be looked into, like, you know, uploading, archiving, yes, yes. having platforms to promote them. Um, yeah, because yes, because that way people can always revisit, and then you can also share to larger audiences, especially just pretty much taking advantage of social media, um, you know, to project. I totally agree. Yeah, yes, because yeah. mm, right now there's a marriage mm. with with technologies mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. things. 
um, making things easier, but oh, I, mean, I would say that it's making things easier, but I think the first complaint was that it's a barrier. You know, I, I remember during when the pandemic first hit, mm. some of the conversations we were having, yes, it's there for us, but it felt like a barrier. Mm. I think now we're finding ways to engage technology. It's almost like meeting someone that's like, are you this person? I thought, always thought you were not for me. Okay, let's mm. find a way to to start interacting and the more we know each other the more we realize that Absolutely. okay we can be of help to one another Absolutely. and things like that but this one the naming ceremony is going to go on on mainstream podcast platforms after now Great. so that more people who are unable to see it on clubhouse still mm-hmm. get to experience it mm-hmm. what i'm working on well, I'm working on this, <laughs> on this, and after this weekend is done, I kind of have, will have more time. I'm in development for, um, for some, um, I would say, odd film slash TV content. Okay, you know that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing right now. Hmm. De- development work it entails story um, workshops, hmm. writing, production, and all those. And all those things, and actually, just generally looking for the money. You know. <laughs> wow! <laughs> looking for so it. much creativity yeah. going on. Like, how True. do you even get inspired, though? I need to ask you at this point because I mean, usually this question will come like maybe at the early part of the interview. But um, as a creative myself, yeah. I know what it is. I know how tasking it is to just you know, mentally come up with stuff or sometimes spontaneously come up with scripts. So you as an actor, as a producer, creative director, also have to write and then, you know, acting performance coach, talent development. Like, how do you even get inspired? How do you inspire yourself to have the energy and have your creative juices flowing? Like, what do you do? Honestly, um, I don't know that I I inspire myself. I think I'm a restless so, and when sometimes when I should be resting, I'm mm. thinking, oh, what can I do? What can I do? Mm. And for me, it was important to at this time where um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, there's no corona, there's no corona, mm-hmm. everybody's out mm. and about. I'm more in isolation right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So it was important for me to find ways to stay engaged creatively. Right. You know, I think that's how this happened. Okay. You know, if, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing something else. <laughs> You know, but I would, I guess I would find something else. Mm-hmm. And really just to speak to the topic also, yeah. I think that as artists, there's a responsibility on us mm-hmm. to be the change. Absolutely. There's so much, um, think about how impressions are formed mm-hmm. through art. You know, back to this, to what I said earlier about how radio dramas, yes, they, they, there was the radio dramas that instigated Nigerians to mm-hmm. rise up against the government. Mm-hmm. Back in the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. right? That is the power of art. Mm-hmm. Now there's TV, there's the internet, mm-hmm. there are skits. And I'll go back to what Brother Shaggy. Yeah. Documentaries, yes. I like what Brother Shaggy does. Um, I don't watch a lot of his comedy, but every single one that I watch, I'm impressed by. Mm-hmm. And to, like, to have known hi- him as an actor, I used to go to, you know, whenever we go to Terra, culture sometimes I see his, I've seen his plays I've seen him work his work on stage and he's a very talented artist mm. but I remember during the end style something that really struck me was how he used his skits mm. to inspire people because he has a lot of followers yes, I think does. it's important as artists that we use our art to change perspective to, to perspectives mm. to change the world to, to affect mindsets mm. you know everybody thinks that America is the land of milk and honey mm. simply because 
of how they presented themselves. Mm. They believe America will save the whole world because of how they projected themselves. Mm-hmm. But there are hungry people on the streets. True. There are druggies, like, on the streets mm-hmm. in America, but they'll never show you that. Mm. So I think it's important as artists, and I think that's really um, why this is also important. Um, mm. The naming ceremony, really, one of the things that we want to tackle is how people are how people, when women especially, when mm. they, they become mothers or parents, you know, they, there's a delicate balance of relationships. Mm. And not everybody, even the people closest to them sometimes don't understand how it feels for them as individuals. Mm. You know, so it's a light, happy and light story, but with, with several so messages, messages embedded. Yes. Wow. Great stuff. Yes, it's, it's been such an interesting topic. I may yes, need to say um, um, big ups with all you do. It's it's amazing stuff, um, especially you. like the selflessness and you know you and your team volunteering to do a lot more. The passion and I can imagine even you guys having to use a lot of your resources like, mm. most times. I don't know. That's that's a lot. Well, thankfully, <laughs> it's just data. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Data and time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair still enough. a lot. Fair enough. All right, we've been speaking <laughs> with um, Omoyo Zamare. She is the founder of Thespian Muse Production, Production, and we've been talking radio drama as a tool for social change. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Omoyo, for doing this with us this morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Hi.